Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Good, the Bad, the Ugly of Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Yusan. Wow. Welcome back. If you are one of my five faithful followers, you may have noticed that I did not do a podcast yesterday. And I should probably be really upset with myself that I didn't do a podcast yesterday, but I'm just not. I I committed to do a podcast every day for 365 days, and that is still my plan. But I already know there are just going to be days that I will not be able to report, record a podcast. And I am just going to be okay with that. And I do not know why my voice is kind of deep today. I don't know what I did. I think I'm getting a cold or something, which is weird. Who gets colds in Florida? I have no idea. So might need to work on that one, get some vitamin C in me. So anyway, I'm going to, even though I didn't do my podcast yesterday, I have I got so much content just from living in the moment all day. So let me tell you what's, what happened. On Sunday, my daughter called me. She lives in Orlando. She lives about two and a half hours from me. She called me and said, Mom, something's going on with my car. And her car basically is a piece of crap. It is so gross and it's been in accidents, not from her. She had a great car that she got from her grandmother and it was the best car, but someone ran into her and totaled the poor thing and it just wasn't worth fixing it. So the replacement was this crappy car that was found during COVID there weren't a lot of cars to buy during COVID because of all the chip issues and just everything, you know, cars got really expensive. So she got this crappy car that I've put so much money into fixing. So when she called me on Sunday, I just said, that is it. Let's get a car for you because I can't do this. It's so stressful. And you try not to, well, I preach, don't worry about your kids, but it's sometimes impossible. And I was always worried that that car was going to break down on her. And how would I go get her? And how would I do all of these things? So I just said enough. So yesterday I got in my car so crazy. Still woke up at 4 a.m. and got in my car at about quarter to six and headed to Orlando. (laughs) So, but what a day it was. So I probably have 10 podcasts I can do about different events that unfolded. So I'm making a list for future ideas right now. But I'm just going to try to go through the day and all the great things I picked up along the way that will hope help you in your journey and even help you with your sales process. So here we go. So first of all, if you know me, you know, I love podcasts. I try to listen to a podcast every day when I'm doing my beach walk. I love listening to podcasts. And so I'm always looking for more. And the thing that I love about podcasts is you can actually find people that speak to you at the right time. So I have all different, well, I don't know if they're all different, but 
each of my podcasts give me something that I know if I'm struggling with something or just want to hear something one moment, I can go to that podcast and I'll get it and I'll be ready to go again. So that's part of the reason I love podcasts. So one of them I listened to yesterday was Alex Hermosi. And this guy, he's like a machine. He creates billion dollar businesses. And well, I don't know if he's created a billion dollar one yet, but he creates million dollar businesses with people. And that is his mission. He wants to create millions of entrepreneurs because of the opportunity and the freedom that it can give you. He's obsessed and it's super cool to listen to him and follow him and get his perspective on how to do that. So the podcast I listened to yesterday, I have to be honest, it was an hour long and I couldn't get through the whole thing. He is very detailed and very just, this is what I do every day. No questions asked. This is what I do. His office is in a closet with no windows, which is cool. I understand why he does that. So he's not distracted. He wears headphones while he works. He's probably super productive in a short amount of time because he has zero distractions. But I'm just not ready to work in the closet. <laughs> but I'm considering it because what if I could get all of an eight hour workday done in a couple hours. That would be amazing. So I'm considering that. So I did get a little bit from that. Like, okay, we have more distractions to remove, but I'm probably going to do a whole nother podcast on that. The other thing he talked about was his clothing. Now I, I'm not a fashion girl. I'm not a high fashion girl, but I love fashion. I love having unique things in my wardrobe that create attention and conversation. I love when I I find things that are super unique and that not a lot of people have. You wouldn't just see it walking down the street. Not that I want attention, but when you wear something unique, it creates a unique conversation. It puts you in the vision of people that you might not normally interact with or talk to. So it really creates something new and fresh for me when I wear something unique. And I love that when people compliment me, I can just say, thank you. I love that you like it. I love it too. And that creates a whole nother thing. Like that could be another podcast. Like when someone says something nice to you, you say, thank you. You know how a lot of people will say, oh, I love your shoes. And then people will say, oh, these old things. Ugh. What? That, that makes the person that gave the compliment feel like an idiot. Like, okay, I thought your shoes were cool, but you totally just dissed me and told me they're not cool. So if someone says something nice to you, say thank you. I love it too. All right. So take that tip because it works. All right. People, it throws people off like, oh yeah. Like now we have something in common, right? So take that tip. I'm going to do a class on that. All right. So it was about two hours into my trip and I had a, I started an accountability group with two just amazing girls. We are working on our businesses together. We're each doing different businesses, but all the same, same concept, same. We have similar goals and, you know, just being bold. So we were put together by just a way that I never would have imagined. But 
every time we were on our training calls together, something about our energies just clicked and we knew that we needed to talk and do some things. So yesterday we had our first meeting and just talked. We all got some things off our chest. And once we got things off our chest, we said, okay, now what are we going to do with this? We didn't even know what we were going to do with the group, if anything, but we knew we needed to get something started. So now it's just exploded all morning. I've been trying to get up and get going, but now I've been conversing with these girls and we're just encouraging each other and we're sharing, okay, I thought about doing this. What do you think? And just totally pushing each other in a positive way to do the things that we really want to do individually. It's so crazy. We don't really know each other very well, but we believe in each other. We believe in something in each other. And it's, it's just been fun this morning to watch things unfold and see the positivity of the group. So it made me think, if you want to start an accountability group, there has to be some common ground. There has to be some energy to the group. The other accountability group that I'm in, it's a, it's a different dynamic. I still bring my positivity and my cheerleaderness to it, but that group is all about resources. We each have really great resources that we bring to the group and I can't believe what I've picked up from it and what I'm doing now just because everyone shares, hey, I found this. I wanted to share it with you guys. Take it or leave it. Um, and that's just been amazing to be in a group of people that don't feel like they have to hold all of the secrets to themselves. They actually want to share the secrets because then they know if we do the secrets too, we can do them together and we can have accountability with each other. So it's a little bit of a different dynamic, but the same thing, we're all going towards our goals and our dreams and we all believe in each other and we actually want to help each other succeed. That's what makes a good accountability partner or group. You have to actually want everyone to succeed and freely give to the group. Accountability is so important. So I, I pick up my daughter, get to Orlando. We got her some breakfast because you cannot buy a car on an empty stomach because you'll just be grumpy and ooh, and I know my daughter, she needs to eat. <laughs> so I got her some breakfast and we went directly to CarMax never been to CarMax, wasn't really sure what I was going to be getting into, but I had heard great things about it and it just felt compelled to go there. So we walk in and honestly, I wanted to buy a car yesterday. I was on a mission that we were going to get my kid a car no matter what. So we go in and we got so lucky because we got Elliot. If you're in Orlando and you need to buy a car or want to buy a car, you have to go to CarMax and ask for Elliot. He was amazing. He sat us down and he said, okay, what's going on? And as soon as we said the car was for my daughter, he totally focused on my daughter. 
and okay, what do you want? What are you looking for? Why? What? How? All of the questions. And he asked her, he didn't ask me, he asked her. And I felt like that was important. And one of the things she said, she wanted to get a Jeep and I would love for her to get a Jeep, but I don't want to be negative about Jeep, but I just haven't heard the best things about Jeeps at the age that she would need to buy a Jeep. She couldn't buy a brand new car. She had to buy a a used car, like a five-year-old car or more because that hits her budget. So she's still on a budget, which most people are on budgets and she is. And I was, I really wanted to be mindful of that. So she said she wanted this Jeep and I said, okay, Elliot, I want her to have a Jeep, but I haven't heard the best things about used Jeeps with the mileage that she would need to have um, and all of that. And he really broke it down for her and tried to help her understand why that might not be the best choice and that these other choices might be better. And I have to go back because when I explained to him that I'm not in Orlando, she doesn't have a lot of people to help her if something happens. And I said, can you please treat her like she's your daughter or your child? And he almost gave me a wink and was like, I got you because he actually is a father. Her daughter is 15 and he understood exactly what I was trying to communicate to him. And he was like, I got this. So he explained other brands of cars that might be better and why. And he explained how this is not going to be your last car. This is just your car for now. So let's get something that matches where you are in your life and with your surroundings and you're going to be so happy. So he let us loose in the parking lot and she was having a blast. She kept saying, why is car shopping so fun? I'm loving it. And I was thinking, thank God she's having fun because I am freaking out. (laughs) But I just tried to let her go with it and learn because I want her to learn how to do this. Car shopping can be very intimidating. And I was in that spot yesterday, intimidated and thinking, oh crap, this is crazy. But she was just having a good time picking. She had like five cars that she was interested in. So we went back in and he had her talk through every car that she picked. And we kept saying, there's no right or wrong answer. Just tell us why you picked this car and what you think about it. And in the end, he got her to narrow the five cars down to one. And I truly believe this was the best car she could have chosen. (laughs) It's just the year, the make, the model, the mileage, the look. It just seems like the perfect fit. A lot of the cars that we looked at, you could just feel the owner didn't really love their car. And it was so nasty, even though it was cleaned and inspected, it just didn't feel good. But this car, it just felt like the previous owner really liked their car and took good care of it. So we got it. The financing insurance took a little bit, but that's normal. But that was a little stressful. But we got it all figured out and... In the end, CarMax gives a 48-month warranty. 
If you want reliability, you got to go to CarMax. I'm sure it was built in the price, but for me to know that car is going to be taken care of by the actual dealer that sold it to us and it's CarMax, it's not some schmucky dealer. I think I slept so well last night just knowing everything is taken care of. <laughs> and Elliot, I mean, he was amazing. He was not, he probably knew he was going to get the sale or I think he lives a pretty good life. I think he does quite well with his sales, but he just knew how to handle us. He listened to us and he knew what we were going to need to help us. I didn't feel like he was pressuring us. If we would have got up and walked away, he would have been like, okay, I hope I see you again. I, he would not have pressured us. Even if he knew it was the right thing to do, there would have been no pressure. And I like that. I don't like to be pressured. I like to be led and shown and to feel and all of the things. So he's totally my kind of salesperson. And I think I'll break that down in another podcast because it was so good. So anyway, after a long day, we got some lunch, got the car, got that all figured out. And then she had a bunch of little nitpicky errands that she needed to run. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's get these done. Because it also gave me an excuse to spend time with her and just help her, help her get things set up. She's a young adult trying to explode her life and it's all new to her and she's navigating and it feels so good. There was a while that she did not like me at all, you guys. Like I was the evil mother, but that happens. <laughs> but it hurt. It was hard, but that's all changing. She actually listens to me now and she takes my advice. It is mind-blowing how my daughter listens to me now. <laughs> but when she didn't like me, I wasn't getting mad that she didn't like me. I just, okay, this is just what it is. I don't know how to deal with this, but I'm just going to try to be her mom because that's all I know how to do. And now I get to be her mom and maybe a little bit of a friend. So she really appreciated. We got some internet juice for her. We got a passport picture for her. We did some grocery shopping. We did so many things yesterday. Um, but we both were able to go to bed last night in peace. And she's so excited for her new car. <laughs> she's like, she gave so much gratitude. That was so great to see her being in a state of gratitude. She just kept saying, mom, do you feel these breaks? They're amazing and they work and wow, it's quiet. And oh, she just kept going on and on about how happy she was. And that made me so happy too, to hear her in gratitude and not being, I don't know, sometimes people cannot appreciate what's given to them. You know, she wanted a Jeep and she I'm sure would like something brand new, but it had a Bluetooth and she was so excited that it had Bluetooth and she didn't have to plug her phone in anymore. And it was just easy. She also has electric door locks. Now her old car, you still had to unlock the doors manually with your hand <laughs> and you had to roll the windows down with the crank. She didn't even have a trick door locker. 
a fob. She had to put the key in to unlock the door. So to have that fob is just her life has changed <laughs> and elevated over just something so simple. But to see her so appreciate that, she and that car are probably going to last a long time. <laughs> she even said she's going to keep it clean and she probably will. So after all of that, I started heading home, a uh, two and a half hour drive. And I got into my podcast again and just started filling my brain with good stuff. And an old friend of mine called me. And it was great. This old friend of mine, we've known each other for 15 years and it's such an interesting story, but we know each other very well because we've spent a lot of time on the phone together, just talking and listening and connecting. And it was such an interesting conversation because he told me about some things that he had never told me about past relationships that he's had. And I asked him, why didn't you tell me this before? And he said, well, because I loved our conversation, friendship so much, I didn't want to bog it down with my crap. And I felt so bad because that's what friendships are for, to listen to each other and dust each other off and pick each other up and put us back on our feet and send us out again. But he didn't want to ruin the vibe of our friendship. So he told me so many things that I just couldn't believe. And I don't even know how he got through what he went through, except for he just kept saying, I'm a nice person. And I loved that. And I truly believe that's how he got through. Because even though it was rough and he wanted to do really bad things to people, which was totally understandable, he just said, I just stayed nice. I just tried to stay happy, do what I needed to do, and just be nice. And I just think that is just golden right there. Just be nice. People will shit on you all day. Sometimes you just have to turn around and walk the other way and not say anything. Um, usually that's the best thing to do. Just turn around and walk away and just don't feed into the negativity because it, it's just such a waste of time. But after our conversation, I did a lot of reflecting on my past and all of the things that I went through to get to here and how one decision led to another and how like a lot of things fell apart for me when the market crashed in 2008 and it was like a slow burn and I had to make some tough choices because there were so many things that literally were out of my control, but I just kept going. I wish at the time I would have had some podcasts to listen to, but I don't even know if podcasts were a thing then. I don't know, probably, but I didn't listen to them. I didn't know. So I wish I would have had that, but I just didn't. But it definitely didn't kill me, and it's definitely made me stronger and last night, I was able to forgive myself. I failed a lot, but it wasn't because I did anything wrong. It was circumstances, where the market was, just things that were out of my control happened, but I still rolled with it. Looking back, I would do things differently, but I can't change it, but I can still be proud of myself that I made it through in one piece and I learned from it. 
So it was such an interesting day to go from, I got to get to Orlando to help Chloe buy a car to, I just forgave myself for 20 years of running in circles and feeling like I'm never going to get anywhere and being a victim and all this crap. I literally forgave myself at 1130 last night. (laughs) It was so powerful and I slept all through the night. It was great. I have no idea if any of this makes any sense to anybody. But if you get anything out of this, I want you to really focus on that last part of just forgiving yourself. Whatever you've been through, whatever you've experienced, it may or may have not been in your control. I don't know. But just leave it. Take the good stuff out of it. Take the lessons from it and just allow yourself to move on. Stop carrying that heavy baggage. Stop keeping that old nasty car in your garage because you think you have to keep it. Just let it go. Get rid of it. Let that thing go to rest. Stop dragging it with you. It's just dead weight. And yesterday, there were a million things I really needed to do for my work. But I just said, oh, well, I have to help my daughter today. And that was what was most important yesterday. And I just stayed in the moment and I listened and I talked and I took it all in. And she and I both are so much better today for it. I got so much content yesterday, which life isn't about getting content. But when you're on a mission to do a podcast every day, it kind of is. And I got so much like when we're done, I need to write down all of my ideas because otherwise you forget. So I have to write it down. But yesterday filled me up to the brim and it wasn't exhausting. I mean, I was a little tired, but because I was just staying in the moment and I wasn't thinking about all of the things I needed to get done before I have company this weekend and go see Grant Cardone and have to get all these presentations together and da 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 I just wasn't thinking about it because there was nothing I could do about it. Do you have any idea how freeing that is to just be there with my kid in the moment, enjoying her, enjoying the car buying process, learning things from it? Ugh. So be in the moment. Let the old shit go. You don't need it anymore. Learn from it, but just flush it. Just get rid of it. Stop carrying it. Did I beat that over the head enough? Because I don't know if you all heard me. So I'm going to talk about it again (laughs) another day. Because it's important. Just live in the moment. Live for now. Live for right now. When you're living for right now, you get so much more out of every second because you're not worrying about things that you can't control or things that are going to happen maybe someday. Just live in the now. Do what you need to do right now so that you can be just a little bit better tomorrow, just a little bit better than yesterday. It's so easy so easy. We make it so complicated, but it's so easy. Just be here now. I'm right here now recording this podcast. 
every now and then something sinks in that, oh, I got to get that done today. But then I just say, bye, go. <laughs> I'm here for the podcast right now, here. So do that today. And just a heads up, I have no idea when I will be doing a podcast again because I have people coming to my home and I'm going to see Grant Cardone and I have all these things happening and I literally do not know if I will have a podcast in until next Wednesday, a week. So that doesn't do very well for my commitment to do a podcast every day, but I am not going to freak out about it because if I can't get a podcast in, I will be getting content and I will be making notes and getting ideas for what I'm going to do for the next who knows what. If I'm going to go to a Grant Cardone event, I'm probably going to get so much content. And if I'm hanging out with, I can't wait to hang out with these girls that are coming. We're going to spend a lot of good, good time together. And I need that. So I'm going to take this time. If I don't get the podcast in, I'm going to take this time. You better believe it to grow my insights, my mind. So that's enough. I've been talking for 30 minutes. I can't even believe it. So I'm going to go get the rest of my day started and we're going to live in the moment today, you guys. And we're going to be so stinking amazing and the world is going to see. So everyone go sell something super expensive and I'll see you when I see you.